Hello. Did you miss <laughs> Hello. me? Yes. Welcome to the Sprocket <laughs> Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. My name is Brock Dittis, against and, all odds. <laughs> and I'm Aaron Flores, um, not against all odds, because... As expected. It, as, as expected. Thank you. That's, that's the <laughs> phrase I was looking for. <laughs> Broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We're the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way, such as this, uh, this zero-calorie root beer from Virgil's. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited and cautious. Mm-hmm. I'm skeptic of anything that promotes itself as as a regular thing without another thing that makes it its thing. Wait, it's not really, really root beer. Right. Root beer right. has corn syrup in it. At least corn syrup. Yeah. If not sugar or both. That's right. This has neither. <laughs> this has neither. So I'm I'm skeptical. Covering bicycling, trains and transit, <laughs> adventures and life hacks. And today, going through the gorge car free without a car without yeah. a car Heidi how do you do I do well thank it's, you very much th- thanks for coming in it's a pleasure to be here uh, I was looking at your website this morning and it is fantastic uh, it's real clean it's real modern and it has everything that someone like me might want so we're going to talk about that in not too long excellent yeah um, you found your way to the podcasting trailer all right okay good good yeah you're, you're familiar with the grid. Uh, very good. And My, uh, I can spot an airstream anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard to find. Right. I think that might be one of the biggest benefits uh, to us recording inside this is that it is easily found. Once you get here, you know what to look for. Look for the thing that doesn't have corners. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Very uh, handy way finding directions. Yeah, absolutely. In Aaron, a world full of corners. <laughs> have you look been backed into any lately? <laughs> uh... No? Careful when you're painting. <laughs> yes, yes. I've not been painting, though. Uh-huh. Uh, I have been biking. You have? Yes. You have. And you did not paint yourself into any corners. You, I um, did not. You took full advantage of life. This is a big weekend for you. Uh, yeah. I'm, In that I, you did a lot it's of things. Like a, it's like a preamble to bigger weekends, I think. <laughs> you're setting your- my hopes, anyways. Your hopes high, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. I have high hopes. What did you do and this there weekend? There goes another rubber tree plant. Um- <laughs> You know, from that song yeah. about the... Uh, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. And the cat's in the cradle with the sill of a spoon. <laughs> That's what you're talking about? Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, it was filmed by bike this weekend. Yeah, we've been talking uh, about that. We've been ramping up to this for a while. Partially, I imagine, why Guthrie is here. I don't know how... Let's mention, Guthrie is not here. Guthrie is not he here. I'm, I'm here back. subbing for Guthrie. Yes. You who are. is subbing for me. <laughs> you, you, are, you are here subbing for the sub. That's right. Although... I wouldn't consider Guthrie a substitute. He is definitely. A, I think a, he's the real deal. He's yeah. Oh, most definitely. Much he's he's the corn syrup, not the uh, not the stevia. I, he's at least corn syrup. He's he's if pure not cane, cane sugar. sugar man. Yeah, right. he's cane sugar. I think uh, yeah. So he's not here. He threw his back out because he was working so hard. He did all he, the heavy yes. lifting for film by bike. Yes, quite literally. So and it was metaphoric heavy figure. lifting. Yes. I think I, I'm not sure about that. He might have been lifting other things. But I, I guess we'll get an update when he comes back. Yeah, but he has actually uh, his back is actually quite sore, so he's quite. taking it easy. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of feel bad because when I first got to film by bike, 
my I saw him walking around, and my first instinct, of course, is to like screw with him. Oh yeah, you know, and I like do the thing where I sneak up next to him. Have you ever done this oh, to yeah. anybody where oh, yeah. like you like start walking just next kind of to up them here and and like see how long it takes for them to notice without and saying then, hello? Yeah, and then since he didn't notice at least in a length of time to my satisfaction, I just started walking closer and closer next to him to see to like watch him move further and further away because in his peripheral, I imagine all he gets is oh this person is right getting closer next to me, right. so I need more personal space. Right, for sure. He didn't see your distinctive tattoo. Right, right. I think I was wearing sleeves. Okay, yeah. that's why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, so I tried to run him into something to see, you know, uh-huh. to mess with him. Yeah. And he's just, he's so, uh, it didn't occur to me that, he, oh yeah, he's working right now. Uh-huh. Is that why <laughs> his just back, so did, you, did you throw out his back? Oh shit, did I? <laughs> I'm so sorry, know. Guthrie. I mean, it could. Oh, I'm man. not saying it's your fault. I'm just speculating. I'm asking the question. <laughs> I think I need to show up to his house with like some, I don't know, muscle relaxers. Right, right. Just like a, a big bouquet of flowers and, and some, some icy hot. Right. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, I yeah, we, we do hope, Guthrie, that you feel better soon. And we should send yes. him a text message to the same effect. Yes. Yeah. How was filmed by bike? It's great. Um, I didn't see any of the films. You did, oh, yeah? <laughs> I did have you have a pass? Like a festival I, pass? I did not. Okay. I did not buy a pass this so year because I wasn't money. sure. Pardon me. I wasn't sure uh, what my schedule would be like over oh, the weekend. right, right. And so I wasn't sure what I would be able to see or not see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of that was also contingent upon Anna's schedule as well and what she was willing to see or not see. Right. Um, and so the original intention was to watch the first showing and then maybe skip out on the second showing on Friday night. And instead you skipped out on Friday the first night, showing. Friday night was the street party. Oh, right, right, so, right. So like hanging out and all of a sudden, where'd everybody go? And the street party's free, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a street free, party. Like to be there, you know, there's, there's gourmandizers selling things and, and. Gourmandizers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I. I used my vocabulary this time around. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, definitely spent a little bit of money there to support them. Cool, cool. But, yeah, didn't realize, like, I was waiting for Anna to show up and then didn't realize, oh, we missed the first showing. Uh-huh. And we ran into some friends and, and then Anna shows up and, and so we're hanging out. And, and while we were waiting for the first showing to get out, we realized we hadn't had dinner, so we walked down to the sushi restaurant a down the street. A, a brick-and-mortar gourmandizer. A brick-and-mortar, yes. Uh, <laughs> and having sushi, drinking tea, having a good time, and then realized, oh, we missed well, the second show. There we go. Looks like we're getting more sushi rolls. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> and uh, Have a second round. Yeah, so we missed them, and then, you know. But let me rewind here. If you will. Because the street party is amazing, and even if you don't, first off, support film by bike. Absolutely, support film by bike. Even if buy you don't your buy, tickets, well, even if you don't see the movie, <laughs> okay, buy that's your it. Tickets. Buy a ticket I, or support them in in whatever way you can because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a great festival. It support needs them to with continue. your morals. Um, Oh, and I met one of the filmmakers. Oh yeah, by the way, yes, which one? Uh, Oscar from Argentina. Oh, cool. I never caught his last name. Uh huh. Um, but he was like, he was really into taking pictures of people. Yeah. 
And so he had me <laughs> pose. It was it was a little off putting at first, but uh, it was really kind of cool um, after I got to know him. But he like had me posing. Really? He, yeah, like literally posing, and he would like you know put me into <laughs> positions and then like step back and take pictures of he me. He is an auteur. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I unfortunately didn't get to see his film. I was going to say, was that awkward? Only the next day okay. when I ran into him at okay. the Cinco de Mayo ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you said that uh, a number of people recognized you as Aaron from the Sprocket Podcast, right? Yeah. Which is cool. I wish I could recall their names right now. Yeah, it's okay. They remember both of, you. Both That's the of most you important who are thing. listening <laughs> and, you know, feel free to write me a nasty email and say, like, way to go, rock star, yeah. for not remembering. But thank you for listening. Um I hope I conveyed how grateful I was, um, not just that you're listening, but that you felt that I was approachable enough to say hi. Always. Please, Always. come say hi. And that's the thing, it's, yeah, if if one of us is around, because I feel like I mean, you have some distinctive appearances. I have quite, a handlebar mustache. Yes. So yes. like, if you see people out in the world, just, hey, say hi. We're, say we're hi. happy to say yes. hi. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Even if I first greet you with a scowl, because I don't know why you're approaching me. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Heidi, have you been to Film by Bike? I have yeah. a couple different times. Do you have a particularly uh, memorable memory from that? I, the last time I went, I really enjoyed the street party. I didn't, I didn't go see the films, but I was just wowed by the jump roping. Oh, I yeah. could have jumped oh, yeah, they... all evening long. Was that last year they had jump ropes, or they've probably had jump ropes multiple years? Yeah, there was <laughs> like the there was like a a jump rope crew, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about like like a demonstration, like a, like a performance jump roping thing. Performance jump roping, but oh, then there's yeah. also audience participation at some right. point, and you know the kid in me really got oh yeah excited about jump roping. <laughs> Seriously, I went out and bought a jump rope afterwards. But really, I, did, I didn't use it. <laughs> yeah, there was some uh, there was some like uh, group dance. It wasn't Zumba, I don't think, but it was something like it. And I remember a couple of years ago that was Last what I was year. really into was uh, like a Bollywood style dance. Yeah, was like, that just last year that I was dancing? Maybe, Maybe two I was dancing years two ago. years ago. I forget. Anyways, uh, it was a good time. The street party is where it's at, uh, and also the films. So, yeah. And some of the g- electricity is generated by bicycle. Like yeah. You can, you can take a shift. Which is cool. Riding a stationary bike generating. Which is very yeah. cool. Uh, what was the, the street party moved closer to the theater this year? What was that like? Yeah, it's, um, I wish I knew the name of that street now. Uh, the one that's not Sandy. Between Sandy and not Hawthorne, but it begins with an H. Halsey? Not, definitely not Halsey. Uh, Hooper. North. Howard. <laughs> I'm saying H names. Yeah. It's, no? Okay. It's not coming to my- Hancock. That might be it. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. So that street. Yes. So between Sandy and Hancock, uh, whatever that avenue is at that point, um, might be 41st. Okay. Um, it's a numbered street. It's a numbered street. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, the that section was was uh blocked off. And very it was cool. In the streets again. And oh yeah. That was a very exciting time. And what is a know? street party if it's not in the streets? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I remember I have many fond memories of the, the street party from years back. Um one thing I want to mention yes. is it felt very much like a family reunion. Really? Yeah. Like all all the like I don't know, bike geeks that I know and love from summers past uh-huh. and some that I like only recognize by sight. Yeah. You know, like we all come out of the woodwork. You're the guy with the bike vest. Yeah. 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 Um, or, oh, hey, the sprockets. 
It's which been a hopefully long... will be on soon. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was rubbing elbows with them. and It's been a and... long, long time in the making that we've shared a name that is so similar that people have called us the Sprocket Podcast, <laughs> and that's not it. And or I, the Sprockets. I love I love the number of people who've come on, come up to us and said like, "Haven't you had the Sprockets on yet?" No, it's going to be nope, a big explosive. We're saving it for episode five hundred. There we go. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> wait that long. <laughs> but that'd be cool. It'd be good to have. I mean, there have been so many people involved with them over the years, and they are a really cool, cool uh, organization. Yeah, yeah. They do a good thing. Um. Yeah. Well, you said you went to the Cinco de Mayo ride. Which yeah, ride? that this was is the, the grilled by bike event. After, yes, yeah, uh, grilled by bike. Uh, put it on uh, Eric Iverson, uh, our friend. Yes, and supporter. Really into uh, Cinco de Mayo. Um, I didn't catch the full story, but just was really into it from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wanted to do like a grill ride. Yeah, and, and for anybody uh, who's not familiar, grill bikes bikes plus grills put them together weld them together yes go out and ride them around right on fire he himself is not mexican um, it's true nor do mexicans really celebrate cinco de mayo uh-huh. still wanted to like kind of help build a community around that sure yeah um, and, and he was really excited to, to do it without uh, being uh appropriative he wanted to yes. he, wanted, he wanted to do it respectfully yes. which is yes. why we love and, that guy and i really appreciate that he uh he made that effort right uh he kind of lamented that he wonders if if that's why it wasn't wasn't as as big of a hit populated oh really um as he was hoping people were worried that they were going to be uh i don't think it was i don't think it was that though okay um i think it was just the timing it was a saturday it was a saturday it was the middle of film by bike and it was middle of film by bike it should really change Um, the day on which you celebrate cinco de mayo yeah (laughs) yeah exactly uh, the later it got in the day, though, the more people showed up. Well, that, that's kind of how Grilled by Bike works, too. too yeah. that, and, uh, Heidi, have you done Grilled by Bike? No. Are you familiar with it? Have you heard any news about it? I'm learning right now. Oh, it's such a it's <laughs> it's a it's a big. Ah, uh, oh, I, I wanted to call it a trash party, but that's not that's not charitable or nice or maybe even descriptive. I, I feel no. like it's just like all that metal and all the all the grills that are all like attached in various ways to all these bicycles and just all the people that are just having a great time enjoying life um a mobile grill out it's a beautiful thing uh, i'm looking forward to it, it actually um do we have it on the calendar yet it's june the 10th summer grill by yeah. bike no i don't know palooza version yes. of grilled by bike is coming and that's going to be of course an all day and all night affair i'm looking forward to it i was sad to have missed this one it was cool yeah. it was a lot of fun very um, good yeah i i don't know what more to say yeah. it's what, did, what did you grill uh, I didn't grill anything. Oh, what did I did, you eat? I did bring uh, Mexican coffee. Oh yeah, what's distinctive about Mexican coffee? Uh, brewed with a cinnamon stick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's the best. Some clove. Very good. Some cardamom. Uh huh. Brown sugar and vanilla. Yeah, man, cardamom nice. and coffee is pretty good. I haven't oh, had yeah. that in a while. Remember that uh, what Wolf and Bear the the um, yes. falafel cart? Yes, makes a good cardamom coffee. That's the good stuff. But cinnamon as well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Fabulous. You keep the cinnamon stick in the mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. So like, like whoever gets that last cup of coffee, they really get yeah. a lot of cinnamon in there. Totally. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, um, um, lots of lots of tacos were made. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it was pretty respectful cool. for the most part, uh, given that, you know, the, the majority of the people there were not Mexican, but that's fine. It was still, I think, done in a pretty respectful manner. We are the great melting yeah. pot. 
Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and turn up the heat on that one. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. And Iverson, uh, I don't know how famous it is. I was going to say famously has gone vegan. So um, there is yes. definitely a place and for people who don't like to grill meat to and grill he, things. He grilled vegetables. Good for him. That that makes a connection now. Yeah. It didn't occur to me yeah, until yeah. like you just said that. Oh yeah, everything he grilled was vegetarian. I'm not vegan. It's not vegan. But yeah. I like vegan things. Yes. And I think that yeah, I'm I'm glad that's a thing. I was worried about him when he when he was like, Oh yeah, I'm going vegan. I was like, What about grilled by bite? <laughs> I forgot about the plethora of <laughs> foods that do? can be prepared yes. over heat. So yeah. Uh that's good. It's good. Um I haven't been up to much. I uh I went out to the that's coast this lie. weekend. That's I went, a have lie, you heard of Hip sir. Camp? Have either of you heard of Hip Camp? It's like the Airbnb of camping. I think basically it just what? means that instead of renting someone a room, you're just, you're just like, hey, I have like a yard. Oh, for real? Or like an orchard or something. And you go out and camp on somebody's land. And uh, generally the prices seem to be a little inflated in some places, but we found this pretty cool place uh, with an abandoned house that uh, oh my a guy God. used to live in. He still lives on the property, but he was like, eh, you can stay in the old cabin. It used to be my grandma's. It was kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it was just like apparently the grandson of the original person lives like a mile south somewhere out there in the woods, but it's just out uh, south of Newport, Oregon. they say listen very hard. You can hear him snore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was on on a little estuary connected to the uh, Yaquina Bay. I don't think I know where that is. Yeah, just down by Newport, uh, okay. kind of middle coast yeah. of Oregon. So, um, yeah, it real quiet, real beautiful. We thought we heard owls. There were definitely pigeons and doves, and I think those could have been what we thought were the owls. Um, but birds of all kinds. And then we got to kayak, and kayaking is a thing that I haven't done enough of. Like, I think I want to go back and do more. Are you a kayaker, Heidi? No water. Okay, not at all. No water. Okay. No water. <laughs> Very good. Have you ever kayaked on or- land? Yes. Okay, yeah? How'd it go? <laughs> I didn't get very far. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, that. It, it felt more stable. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, it. Uh, what's the um, uh, Jackass? The TV show. Uh, yes. They shot a segment in Portland back in the day when they were making Jackass uh, called Urban Kayaking, where they would get in a kayak and go down like water features in Portland. Oh, really? Or like down staircases or something like that. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's it's a human powered thing. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's crazy when you're in like a tidal. Uh, uh, tidal waterway how much current there is you're just like uh, i was being like swept upstream basically wait were you you were along a river right uh yeah we were okay. kind of in a salt water like it was oh uh, yeah okay so a little of both there's a twisty windy bay yeah. okay um, i was trying to think whether it was like river kayaking or or ocean yeah kayaking. yeah i mean it was kind of it was kind of a hybrid of the two i guess sure. it was pretty calm water but but yeah but i also the only other time that i've ever kayaked i fell into the water and I lost a oh. pair of glasses. Oh, right. <laughs> so um, it's been long enough since then that I figured, hey, give it a shot. But uh, it's fun. A lot of fun. I so. liked ocean kayaking when I lived in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a good time. Well, it's kind of cool. It's like the bicycling of the sea. Yeah. 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 Human-powered adventure. So anyways, did that. That was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, also, I've been up to uh, uh, Playlist Commentary is the other show that I've been doing. Yes. And it's- uh, How it's, many episodes you got out there uh, I think we've got- eight out and there's going to be bad. a ninth that i'm recording next week uh and it's it's a real niche interest it's um it's a show that you best listen to with two devices or web browser tabs two devices yeah um, right similar as you know like riff tracks where you would listen to a movie commentary and watch a movie on, a, on another device uh this is where we make a playlist on spotify and then we talk along with the playlist as it plays so uh, we can't broadcast the music, but we can share our thoughts. So right. if you go to playlistcommentary.com, you get our thoughts, and we give you a link to the music. 
Much like when we did the movie commentary episodes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. And we were talking about doing another one of we those. We should do that. There's so many bike sometime. movies out there. Yes. So, anyways, that's that's me in a nutshell. And of course, uh, the little baby is uh, growing inside also my wife. Also in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Well, in your wife. Yes. I mean, she's so small. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's the been, baby. I mean, not it's your been wife. exciting thinking about kind of how we're gonna like set up. Like, we're gonna have uh, we've settled on trailer for now. Yeah. Because you can get those trailers that convert into a stroller. So I think that's going to be our oh, yeah. method of conveyance. And then, uh, you know, a bunch of baby clothes. And uh, Will Van Loo, friend of the show, um, he is moving out of town and he uh, he gave us some jackets. Moving out of town, like from. from Out of Portland. Out, out of Portland. Yeah. Oh. Farther man. south, down the Willamette Valley. So, Whoa. yeah, we're going to have to talk to him again someday. Uh, we're talking about maybe doing a, a Sprocket South where we just like take a, take a trip down on Bolt Bus, camp out oh, in his yeah. yard. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. Anyways, that that's it. So, well, we should talk to Heidi. Probably. Yeah. So Heidi, Byerly, uh, it's not spelled how it sounds. That's correct. Yeah. Um. So you you put together this website and uh, tell us a little bit about what it is. First of all, what, what the name of the website is. The name of the website is ColumbiaGorgeCarFree dot com, and the thing that we're trying to accomplish with it is to make it easier for people to travel from Portland out into the gorge and back again without having to use a car. Yeah, uh, and the Columbia River Gorge is the world's most beautiful wind tunnel. It's uh, just east of the city, up the Columbia River, and uh, some incredible erosion from what? We talked about this a couple weeks ago when uh, Sarah from Cordillera and Tours yes. came in. and um, Part of, of the namesake yeah. of her, or they are the namesake. How does that work? <laughs> I don't know, uh, but what? It, it, not glacial. What was it like? The, the, the Missoula flood. The Missoula flood. That's it. Yeah, yes. yeah. Carved out of this beautiful area, and uh, for a long time, it's been a beautiful place to go. But it, it can be difficult to get to if you don't have your own car. So, is that your experience? Do you live in the gorge, or do you live here? I live in Portland. Okay, but, yes, but you like the gorge. I do like the gorge, and um, I don't have a car, so it is definitely has been a, a personal interest of mine to help figure out how we could get out there easier without having to have a car and there's a lot of impacts from too many people Mm -hmm. and too many cars and part of why there's too many cars is because there aren't good ways to get out there or people don't know about the other ways that there are to get out there yeah what impacts do you notice when the historic highway was open it's closed right now because of the fire everything burnt up last summer yeah, yeah for sections of it but People park along the side of the road, and then they they kill the vegetation. It creates safety issues, and um, traffic also gets backed up, like at Multnomah Falls for miles. Sure. And, or just, yeah. And then there's also um, traffic backups out on the interstate where people are backed up out of the Multnomah The Multnomah idling Falls. cars just sitting Parking there. Lot, yeah. yes. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't been there, uh, Multnomah Falls is, um, according to most tourist guides, I think the only place to visit in the gorge, and so everybody is directed there first. <laughs> um, the only place to visit. Yeah, yeah there's nothing else yeah. there. Uh, at least so they so it seems. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, if you're going to to visit Portland, people are going to tell you, "Oh, you got to go see Multnomah Falls." And, and that, to be fair, it's beautiful. Uh, but but there are so many other beautiful destinations out there. But uh, there are a lot of bottlenecks, as you were describing the old historic highway, only a two lane road, and in the places closest to that main destination, there's no shoulders. It's all like it's beautifully walled. It's like a like a Rivendell style wall, like this beautiful brick wall, um, but uh, not brick stone. Anyways, the parking lot for Multnomah Falls from the interstate 
is like an island in the middle of the eastbound and westbound lanes. And so um, to exit or enter, you have to, it's it's like uh, what, like a left lane end situation. Like you have to get off the freeway in the left lane, which some people would call the fast lane, which they'd be wrong. But um, it's tricky because, yeah, there, you're saying there's backups on the freeway as well. Yes. Crazy. Yes. And they they put down a... A, an arm when the parking lot is closed to prevent people from going in there and added some variable message signs out on the, the interstate to let people know when it is closed, um, which it is most of the time on a beautiful day, unless you show up really early <laughs> or kind of late in the day. You're just out of luck. Yeah. So there have been some strategies around messaging to encourage people to uh, visit earlier to visit later and to go further east in the gorge. As you mentioned, there are more places than just Multnomah Falls to see that are quite beautiful. Have you tried Bridal Vale? <laughs> just <laughs> like hold a sign. Signs like, <laughs> Have you tried Horseshoe Falls? <laughs> or a guy like w- with with a sign, maybe like wearing a toga or something with a sign that says the end is near. <laughs> but it's just like the end of the queue is what he's referring to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that, those are some of the problems to get there. And for a long time, it was tricky. I mean, how long have you lived in Portland? I have to do the math. Years and years. Seven. No, okay. Yeah. Long. yeah I mean, that's years and years. Yeah. Um, and when you first decided to get out there on your own, um, how did you get, you went by bike? I went by bike. Yeah. Yeah. What was that experience like that first time? Well, the very, very first time. I did. I rode the gorge ride, which actually is from the Dalles out to Hood River on the historic Columbia River Highway State Trail, and then back out to the Dalles. And that was that was incredible. It was the first organized ride I'd ever been on, too, which was also kind of a yeah strange That's a, a strange great thing. first organized ride, though. It was. It was a manageable distance. It's about 40 miles out and back, and... Beautiful scenery. You know, ice cream and... Pays off well. <laughs> yeah. Fruit bars. <laughs> yeah. Everything you want. Um, yeah. So so that was that was incredible. And it's it's kind of at the, the end of the wildflower peak, but it's still kind of green out there. It's a little drier out in the Dells, right? But mm-hmm. um, lots of lots of flowers and I was I was sold. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even live in Portland then. Uh-huh. Yeah. So did you live in the Dells? I lived in Eugene. In Eugene. Okay. So you, yeah. you probably had to stage your bike by car. Is that is that I, what I you did? did? Yeah. Yeah, the very first So time. it is really hard without a car to enjoy some of these beautiful things. It definitely is. And, yeah. and actually, even since I've been in Portland, it's really difficult to get out to the Dalles for right. that ride without a car, um, even riding, because the, the connections between Cascade Locks and Hood River are still under construction to you make that You have to ride better. on a freeway. Yeah, or the alternative is to ride out on SR14 in Washington, and then you have to deal with the the weirdnesses of the bridges. So maybe you have to ride all the way out to the Dells. And <laughs> I haven't actually ridden over that bridge before. Um, yeah, um, I did that back. Uh, when was the? It was March, early March. Was the Dalles Mountain 60? And oh, yeah. that goes over that bridge in the Dalles. And I don't think I've ever ridden that. It's no, it's no fun. I mean, there's a sidewalk, but the sidewalk is kind of messy and gross, and and it's also like much higher than the other uh, other part of the roadway. So it it would be a scary thing to ride, I think. But then if you're on the lane, you're just in the lane with all these trucks that really want to go fast and get into Washington. So, uh, and you're going uphill. So, so this is much worse than Bridge of the Gods. I think so. But then yeah. if you go over Bridge of the Gods, uh, it's not even a bridge so much as it is like a network of metal that you can see through as you're riding over it yeah uh, that's always which, disconcerting I, I 
like I think it's fun. <laughs> it's super you know, cool. I, it's, it's like I you're flying. I'm not too concerned. For about the it person myself. who says no water, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is all air. It's not water. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, there might be water below, but it's air. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But uh, the gorge, either way, uh, is difficult. It, even just like as far as how far you want to ride. If you just want to take a short thirty mile ride, that's only going to get you so far. If you're going into Washington, and uh, even out in the gorge, like thirty miles, uh, when you count the ups and downs, feels like a long ride. Uh, and after that, I mean, there's also, like you were saying, the, the problems with uh, with traffic and that sort of thing. Uh, so are there any other barriers that you were thinking of as far as, like, what makes it difficult to get out there without a car? There's, well, it's there's seasonality. And then, um, so, so there are other options for getting out. Actually, I think riding a bike in the wintertime is really preferable. Not this year, not this past winter, certainly because the historic highway was closed. But um, under under other circumstances, I find the wintertime is really uh, conducive to riding out in the gorge because uh-huh. it's not as crowded with yeah, cars. Okay. Yeah. And then um, midweek is also a really good time, even in the summer, I find to ride out in the gorge because it's not as busy. Although I did find last summer when I was riding out there that even Thursday started to get a little a little busier than I wanted. The so weekends are stretching out. They are. So avoiding avoiding those crowds in the summertime definitely I think is a is a, a huge barrier. And then other options to um, sort of queue jump all the traffic don't don't really exist, but now there's new stuff coming on, which is so exciting. So you can, um, well, starting in May, on May 25th, the Columbia Gorge Express is starting service. Bus service. Yes. From Portland. Now, they they were already operating yes, last they, year or two they years They started ago? in 2016, so right. they've already had two seasons to work through some some bugs and also to be overwhelmed by how successful it is and (laughs) how much demand there is for it. Everybody wants it. And now that the historic highway is closed, there's not really good biking options. I don't anticipate that's going to be open this summer. Yeah, they're still cleaning up, right? Maybe it will. Fallen trees and debris and landslides and and ruined pavement from those sorts of things. Yeah, and they're, they're building some rock catchment structures so there's okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of things you don't really see going on that are preventing it from opening and I don't want to ride my bike out there if I'm going to be creamed by a rock anyway so Right you, you know, do Best best to stay off it it's yeah. closed Have um, you ever ridden on Highway 84? Yeah. 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 Well, I guess you said you did. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. It's it's a wide shoulder. It's not a pleasant experience. But <laughs> it's, you know, it's wider you, than a bike path would be. <laughs> yeah. If you want to avoid avoid the big hills, um, going back up to <laughs> totally to Crown Point if you're headed west, uh, it's it's a doable alternative. You do have to do the crazy the crazy out of the parking lot into the left lane at oh. Multnomah Falls oh, and then wow. cross over. Yeah. But um, that sounds scary it, to oh, me. Man. Yeah. There are breaks in traffic. It's doable. I've done it a couple <laughs> right. of times. Right. Um, That's impressive. I've I've always yeah. just sort of taken that that curvy uphill up to Crown Point. Like that's, <laughs> I just thought that was the only way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in developing the website, so Megan Ramey with BikeAbout.com is the person who's really behind uh, that that design, which I think she's done a really amazing job. And in talking to her about different components of the content, I realized that. Um, I, I'm probably more of a one percenter in terms of my my daredevilish 
like not everyone is, is, is as into crossing traffic as you right. are. Uh, <laughs> I've ridden an SR14. Yeah, 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 you can do it, you know? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so nobody in their right mind would do that. Okay, so I'm not in my right mind. Yeah, and uh, Megan, friend of the show, she and her family, they've all yeah. been on the show, yeah. uh, what, twice now, I guess. Um, but uh, but yeah, good web design. So, Excellent. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned there's there's a number of options. Uh, you've got uh, you've got a trip planner on there, right? We do. Yeah, uh, which is kind of like anything that you'd be familiar with, like if you're using a a, a mapping service or uh, trying to buy bus tickets or something. Like uh, you've you've done this before. You put in where you are and where you want to be, and it'll show you some routes and show you. Like, did you put that interface together, or is this uh, is this uh, technology that's that's leveraged from somewhere else? It's. It is open source, mm-hmm. and we've been working with Trillium Transit. Uh, they specialize in transit websites, basically, okay. and have been working with Travel Oregon, and they've also done work down in California with Yosemite. Yeah. And they have this easy plug it in and get it going, and it just is connected up to the same kind of data that Google Maps draws on and populates your, your information. And this is the kind of information that people need, but they don't know how to find oftentimes. So your website is a good place for people to find it. ColumbiaGorgeCarFree.com, right? That's correct. Okay, cool. I don't want to make sure I got it right. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, so you mentioned the uh, the Columbia Gorge bus line. That's uh, This year it's what? It's serving uh, not downtown Portland, but Gateway Transit Center is where it's taking off this year? Yeah, so Gateway Transit Center. East is- side of town. Portland departure, and then it stops at Rooster Rock State Park, Multnomah Falls. Then it'll be stopping also at Cascade Locks and New this year. And our friends at Thunder Island Brewing, uh, just uh, building and designing their new facility out there. Um, They're they're still around, will be the whole time through. But uh, now you can enjoy their their wares by bus, which is cool. Yes, and another really exciting thing about the Columbia Gorge Express that's coming this year, in addition to the stops all the way out to Hood River, is they will also be running service midweek, not mid-week. just on the weekend. Yeah, which is, that's also new, is that right? That's also new. Wow, which is super yeah. cool, because then, like you were saying, you can take advantage of some of those quiet spells in the middle of the week, and I've always thought that real bus service would operate on kind of a daily schedule anyways, so that's great. That is good news. And then, yeah, Hood River is the end of the line, which uh, Hood River is fantastic. There's great food. That's where Juanita's chips are made. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we got to do a, we should do a tour. <laughs> we should go out there. I was no, let's pack, exactly. let's pack our bikes on the bus <laughs> and then we'll bike up to the top of the hill where their facility is. And then we'll take the tour of their factory and have them tell us all about, because Juanita was a real person, right? I mean, that was, that was her I style assume, of, yeah. I assume so. It's, yeah. Says something to the effect of like a family company, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's a number I'd have of, to look at their bag again. Yeah, me too. Um, but yes, uh, if you're not from the Northwest, you may not know what we're talking about, but they're the best tortilla chips in the world. You're uh, missing out. Yeah, yeah, come on over. Take the bus to Hood River and get some. <laughs> um, we, there's also great beer in Hood River, uh, a lot of great breweries. Uh, there's great food. There, um, I can't remember the name of the deli, but there's this deli that we've been to that makes the best sandwiches, like so good. Um, and I would like to go back. And now it's easier to, um, but yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of good places there and, um, not that it's all about drinking, but hood river still famously has no open container ordinance. <laughs> right. So if you wanted to uh, enjoy a beer on the sidewalk, you could legally. And I think that's important to point out. 
So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really exciting. There's a lot of great things happening. I mean, and besides food and beer, there's also, like, the gorge. You can also go hiking. You can go climbing. Oh, yeah, that uh, thing. There's trails. <laughs> there's all these water activities, too. Yeah, for sure. And <laughs> as the trails are still kind of recovering from all the fire uh, activity, like, uh, some of those are closed down as well. But like you say, the river is there, and there's a lot of great river activity. Do you have a favorite river activity? Are you? I are, have no river activity. Oh, oh that's right. We talked oh, about this with water. Crossing, I'm crossing waiting, over I'm and over to the gods. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. 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 Simulated Eating flight. Eating the fish that comes out of it. That was I was for, waiting. Sure. Like, yeah, walking yeah. next to the river, maybe. Yeah, no, you guys that. didn't prep me with that question. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cut this whole part out. I thought this was about biking. Water. Wait a minute. I like to drink water. Indeed. See, there we go. That's the that's the best river activity: drinking water. Uh, <laughs> Got to filter it first. <laughs> do you fish or do you like to buy from the fishmongers? I buy from the fishmongers. Yeah. What's your preferred fish? Mm, I'm really a sucker for the salmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you got to be living yeah. in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Man, I've never had so much salmon in my life. Access I've always to good liked salmon. It. I've always liked it. Yeah. But I've never had so much since being here right and that's the only animal that you eat right fish yes fish yeah uh it's it's good it's a good thing i'm a big fan of salmon um yeah and and the idea that that you could get like smoked salmon like it's it'll last you can just pack that into your bag so you can eat that whenever you want you can eat as much of it as you want just bring cash (laughs) make it happen Uh, cascade locks has a, a new fish market i think and i can't remember what it's called off the top of my head but Brigham Fish Market. Brigham Fish Market. That's right. That's a, the Mormon name. I don't know if it's a Mormon fish market, but they do have fish. And uh, it now, I mean, there was always vendors, and there still are. I'm sure there's multiple vendors. Um, but but now there's a brick and mortar where you can buy fish. So yeah, that's good news as well. And you can get there by bus. So <laughs> you can get there by bus. Yeah. Uh, do you camp? I do. Do you bike camp? Occasionally, yes. Uh, here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that Ainsworth State Park might just have reopened. Uh, are you aware if it's open yet or not? I am not aware yet. Okay. But they have a hiker-biker site, but I forget. Uh, I want to say... one of the best hiker-biker sites in the gorge. It's pretty nice. Yeah. 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 And it, that's a state park. And so the deal is you get in for, is it five or six bucks? I think it's six Seven, bucks now. I think. Oh, okay. Inflation comes for us all. <laughs> yes. Well, this is a price... I, I wish we, that inflation would help me with we my went tires. Over it. We <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Uh, we went Dumb over joke. this bit of news, gosh, some time ago in the beginning of the year. Yeah. They just increased their prices, I think, from five to seven. Okay. But, but you do get a shower with that. Yeah. Like, that's and, part of it. And some and of the- water. Some of the state parks even have, like, solar-powered recharging stations for your devices. Right, right. You know, I'm I'm willing. I mean, seven bucks still seems like it's a, a really steal. good deal. Yeah. It's cheaper than hip camp. <laughs> That's for sure. And maybe and better facilities. You don't get anything but land there, right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's some some dude's haunted house. <laughs> it was funny, uh, just like we were trying to figure, because it was like 1913 is when they built the cabin, uh-huh. and it was abandoned uh, according to the material that he printed out. 1914? Uh, yeah, exactly. Just a few years later. Now, like 1960-something, like they abandoned it. And uh, like they still, you know, the family had always lived in the area, but they were just like, hey, new house, leave this one behind. Boom. Right. Just empty for years. Did it have a basement? It did not. Okay. No, it was uh, there was no not there was no foundation, but there was no like enclosure around the bottom. You could just kind of look I, under the house and see the whole thing. I honestly don't think I could do this. Yeah, I would freak myself out. That's all right. No, I, I, mean, I joke about it now, but if I were right there, <laughs> this guy's like, "Yeah, you just go into this yep. old abandoned house I have in my backyard." Be like, "Nope, that's okay. Keep my money. 
Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride down and I'm gonna sleep get out in of a here. ditch somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> One of the cool things was that uh, he had kayaks, and so uh, you know, use of the kayaks came with. Right. The thing. It was I want to say it was forty bucks a night for the what he was charging. And it turns out this guy's like some like crazy like mushroom scientist and nature author and, and mycologist. Uh, mycologist, excuse me. Uh, yes, and so you know, quasi famous. We found really? out because like he had this old bookshelf with like you know foraging guides and stuff, and uh, one of the, a couple of the books had his name on them, and so yeah, which I only knew because I also saw he had like a solar station on the dock with his oh. battery had his name on it, and I was like, oh, that's the same guy. I I might want to visit this guy just for the mycology. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm not staying in his haunted house. And we suspect there was this old Russian radio magazine, like uh, like electronics magazine, with him on the cover. Really? I think yeah, he's a, he's a Renaissance <laughs> man. He's like in his seventies. So uh, weird. But yeah, no, it's super cool. But uh, yeah, there's another one up uh, on Puget Island, which is on the Columbia down towards Astoria, but on the Washington side. And uh, there's a cool little camp out that I, we were thinking about doing there. Biking out, maybe busing out as well. So, anyways, uh, state parks cheaper than hip camp. Well, and and to your hip camp thing, this is a little bit of an aside, but I did go on a a bike tour a couple summers ago out in eastern Oregon, eastern Washington, and uh, right was in. I took the train out to Spokane, and then I rode back down. It was pretty epic riding yeah. out there. Did you go through Washtucna? I don't recall. That. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I came. Um, I did rattlesnake grade the the pass there and right on right on the Oregon side of the state line there's not really there's not really very much in terms of services and it mm-hmm. was a pretty epic day and yeah. it was all wet and everything starving and there's nothing and I ended up at the Rimrock Inn it's just this glamping spot right on the side uh-huh. of the road I paid one hundred and fifty dollars for a specific glamping spot. Yeah, they have fancy they like trailers. Advertise them. Oh my yeah, gosh! and they have teepees. Yeah, and <laughs> the only space they had was a gigantic teepee. Yeah, and I was like, like okay. a feather bed and an yeah. enormous television in one side. Yep, totally. <laughs> not not in the corner of the teepee, I guess. Not a, no. not a year, one side. an actual teepee. An actual teepee. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and um, and then because it's it's a glamping facility, they do have a restaurant there. And then they have uh, shower facilities and other things like that. So you're in a teepee. It's very low tech, but have access to the shower, access to hot food. It is it is B and B style. So they yeah. you pay for breakfast. But yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, so seven dollars, one hundred and fifty, <laughs> whatever hip camp is. Math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. State but, park you know, still went out for yeah. me anyway. <laughs> when it's the only thing. And you're wet and That's cold true. and hungry. Yeah. So this was Spokane. So you're back. paying. You're paying for convenience at that point. <laughs> I was. Yeah. yeah. It's the only thing around. Spokane back to Portland. Uh. Well, let's see. Pretty much. So it was. It was train to Spokane. Spokane down to the Wallowas. Stayed a couple days in Joseph and. Where Guthrie is from. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, I was going to ride all the way from Joseph. But I wound up staying a couple extra days there because I was having a good time. Okay. And then I got a I got a little bit of a boost to Pilot Rock from a friend. And then I rode from Pilot Rock back to Portland. There we go. And coincidentally, I took the Mount Hood Express down the mountain when I got to government camp because I didn't want to ride that section of Highway 26 down into Sandy. Yeah, that bus has been running for a long time. And that's yeah. the one that goes basically from just outside of Portland up to the top of the mountain or from the top down. In Correct. Your case. Yes. Yeah. Um, did, well, did you come up the uh, the east side then, um, 
What was your approach? I came came through Maupin. Maupin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then Friend and then the National Forest. I didn't go that far north, okay. so I, I popped out just on Highway 26 and oh, rode okay. that for a little ways. Gotcha. Like, I, I, I prefer the interstate. Um, Over Highway 26? Yeah. There's more room on the road. Better shoulders. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. not quite as steep, I suppose. But both <laughs> of those things. Yeah. 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 And it was a weekend. I don't know. There was just a ton of traffic coming back into oh. Portland the yeah. day I was out riding on it, yeah. and it just was not very pleasant. That's always kind of been the only corridor for like Portlanders to get back from their Eastern Oregonian recreation. <laughs> I mean, you can go other ways, but like that's the one that everybody takes. Right. But uh, yeah, no, that that sounds like a great trip. And how many days in all? Six days back. Okay. And it, I was I was out in the Joseph area for about a week. So there you see. go. I think I took four days four days to get from Spokane down to. Down to Willow Lake and then Very six cool. days back. Yeah. yeah. It was really epic. Indeed. What was your steed for this ride? I'm riding a specialized diverge. Very nice. Yeah. Racks. Panniers. On the front. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very good. Uh how many how many bags did you have? Two. There you go. Impressive. A lot of people think you'd need four. Or at least more <laughs> than two. Well, I figure you just got to haul all that stuff up the hill and have a hard enough that, time, right? I'd rather, just, yeah. I'd rather just ride the bike, you know? I don't yeah. really want to have this stuff on there anyway. But For sure, yeah. Try and make it I, fit in two. I have no idea what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> I don't I don't tend to carry cooking gear, and I have some really uh, lightweight shelter set up. So, I, yeah. yeah, I go to the restaurants and stuff like that. But Very good. That sounds awesome. So uh, I was just trying to think for your website. Did you have, you mentioned that Megan helped you with some of the design stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You came up with a lot of that. You were doing the research, digging up kind of what, what there is to be to be known. Uh, who else worked on this with you? Was there anybody else or is it just the two of you? Well, we're working as a collaborative, well, a collaborative project. And the Friends of the Gorge is, we have a Travel Oregon grant that we're working on. And so the group is made up of, uh, private and public transportation providers, nonprofit organizations, and interested individuals. So we have we have a w- wide range. We have representation from the state DOTs in Washington and Oregon. We have private tour operators involved. Um, the Friends of the Gorge obviously is involved, and because it's underneath the Columbia Gorge Tourism Alliance, by extension the the whole alliance is a is a participant but the work really happens with this group of geeky transportation people that's cool i think I'm, that's that's mentioned on your website right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of logos I, I was looking at the mobile version of the site but uh, yeah a lot of logos on that site which uh, there it's a bunch of people working together which is very cool yeah. um i'm really glad it exists that makes me so happy because i just i'm thinking back to the times i mean back in what like 2008 9 when I was trying to get out to uh, Stevenson or, or uh, Bonneville, just visiting friends out there. And, uh, you know, that was before uh, some of the best parts of the trail had even been built yet. And so trying to trying to hope and pray that I wouldn't get hit by a truck as I was trying to cross a narrow stretch <laughs> of bridge and uh, all that. Uh, it's, a, it's a much better situation than it used to be. And, uh, I mean, more, more bike path is being built all the time. Every time I go out, I can see new construction. And there was... Uh, it was an article, I think, on Bike Portland. It could have been somewhere else as well. That uh, apparently the lane closures, um, Highway 84, the interstate, has been shut down partially uh, because of all the slides and everything. But apparently that has helped boost the rate of construction of a lot of the bicycle access 
because um, oh, because while we're fixing this thing, might we as might well. as well work on mm-hmm. this other thing. Yeah. yeah. So they're ahead of schedule, from what I understand. They're Ooh. they're working hard. Yes, it's very exciting. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited. Well, that's great. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share? Anything else you'd like people to know? Well, I'd also like to let people know that the. Uh, the Dog Mountain hike is accessible via shuttle from Skamania County Fairgrounds. And then. That's a beautiful hike on the Washington side. It is. It's the and best place to go hike on the Washington side. And that's why there's tons and tons of cars littering the highway. And that's why there's <laughs> now shuttle service. So that doesn't have to be the case. And there's a there's also hiking permits that are required for Dog Mountain this year. That's so new. It's, it's a way to manage the parking at the Dog Mountain Trailhead and reduce the safety issues on SR14 with over parking. So people who don't have a permit um, at the parking lot are directed back to Skamania County Fairgrounds where you can get the park, where you get the hiking permit when you ride the shuttle. One-stop shop. And uh, the, the wildflowers, for those of you who are listening, at the top weren't quite totally popped yet when I was up there this weekend. So... Next, Next week, weekend. almost. Yeah, this is the this <laughs> is the time of year which all the beautiful flowers come out, and that's kind of what that hike is best known for. Yeah, yeah. Although I I took the uh, the forest approach on the way up, and there are a lot of other wildflowers blooming that I was really oh, excited cool. about. Secret the flowers, calypso orchids, and chocolate lilies, and trilliums still even blooming out yeah. in the woods. So there's Very still good. plenty to see, even though that that you know the yellow hillside wasn't totally popped yet, but it's sure. it's about to. Yeah, and I suppose. Besides being famous for for beautiful flowers, it's also famous for just really kicking your ass as far as like your legs have to be in shape. It's a and it's, tough hike. It yeah, is. It You've is. done it? No. No. Okay. I've heard. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, you should. And that's why I haven't done it. You should it. get a no. permit and you should go out and do it. <laughs> it's well worth it. Um, now I can get there by shuttle. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Can. Yeah. Um, very cool. Well, thank you for coming in. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, do you have time to hang out with us for our news and mail? Yeah. Why not? All right. There we go. That's the kind of attitude we appreciate around here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? <laughs> well, before news and mail, we have... Oh, and let's say that one more time. Just ColumbiaGorgeCarFree.com. Oh, yes. And this has been uh, Heidi Byerly. Um, by the way, uh, just thinking about things that, you know, there are places that are known for things, distinctives. Many, many places are known for things. Yes. If I say, uh, just I'll, I'll throw out a random intersection, uh, Southeast Division and 12th. 12th. Yeah. Uh, what would you think of if I brought that up? Why, I would think of the beer mongers. Absolutely. On Southeast Division yeah. and 12th. You know, I, I was thinking about it because I didn't get to go there today. I didn't oh, have time yeah. to go before the show. Ordinarily, they would sponsor us with beverages. It's not because they didn't want to. It's because we couldn't get there. We couldn't get there. It's not them. It's us. Yeah. But uh, no, the, uh, the beer mongers, fantastic place to get yourself a beverage any time of day. If, as long as it's between 10 and 10 or later, <laughs> on the weekends later. But 365 days a year. That's right. Uh, you could go in on Christmas. You could go in on Thanksgiving. You could go in on Boxing Day, and there's going to be beer for you. It's going to be cold if you want it cold, or there's going to be fancy, expensive beer that hasn't been refrigerated, <laughs> and it's right up by the register as an impulse buy. Or you can right, or you can go with the bargain bin that That's was true. once cold, but probably not cold anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Yes. Cool deals. Room temperature. <laughs> And, of course, there's always a seat for you. It's at the Beer Mongers, Southeast Division and 12th. So uh, go go check them out. Uh, so in addition to them, we also have a calendar. Yes. I love, I love, I love, I love don't, don't ever use that. Tim Mooney, we love you. 
All right. We love you so much, Tim. Uh, the calendar has got a bunch of recurring events. Second Thursday of every month, the Joyful Riders Club in Minneapolis. The second Friday of every month, the Boston Bike Party. Where, which, where is that? Uh, that's in Boston. Okay. And I found a Boston Bike Party sticker yes. in the wild here in Portland. Yeah. And on d- a Brompton, no less. Yeah. Generated a bit of a Twitter. Uh, oh, did it? Twitter patient. People were wow. excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Responses. I, I didn't check. I didn't check back for responses. I <laughs> That's just okay. Posted it and let it hear. The There's internet is not thing. for listening; it's for talking. <laughs> right. Also, the second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party, and <laughs> as I am, as I understand, a place that also has no open container law. Correct. Line. Yeah. Uh, the last Friday of every month is the Baltimore Bike Party. Let's put a dog ear in that for for a minute, and we'll come back to that. Oof. Every second Sunday of every month in PDX, the Corviday, Corviday, Corviday Bike Club. I saw Ka-ka! they Ka-ka! they uh, they came by the grill by bike. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. Yeah, oh very good. Tink hung out from the very beginning, and then uh, Lex and Soleil came. Uh, they met us at Creston Park with their new dog. Cool deal. Yeah, there's a bunch of cool people out there. Yeah, and Lex is uh, Lex is uh, attentive to our Facebook posts. Oh, really? I appreciate oh, nice. that. Yes, he's also somewhat famous now. Is that right? Yes. For the, what? Speaking of uh, film by bike, you know, from about a half hour ago, mm-hmm. uh, he was in the Lads Five Hundred film that oh, was yes. featured there. That's right. Yes. Just for a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets their chance in the sun. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so now things that only happen once. Yes. May 12th, the Mashley Scavenger Hunt Ride and at this Ravello. Is, yeah, at Ravello. We don't have a yes. link to an event or anything. You just have to go there you on just, that day. Just, yeah. I'd just say go up. early. <laughs> Maybe show up Whenever at like 6 open. or 7 a.m. just to make sure <laughs> you don't know what time it is, so go. They don't open until like 10, but show up All at All right, 6. there we go. At least 9.30. Uh, May 16th, <laughs> the Santa Cruz. I honestly don't know when they open, to be clear. Oh, neither do I. That's yeah. why I said go early. Check their website. Yep. <laughs> May 16th, Santa Cruz, California, Ride of Silence. This is a memoriam for people who uh, who left too early. Yes. Thank you to Greg Braithwaite, uh, who is, uh, I hope he goes by Greg. I think he goes by Greg. Gregory Braithwaite. We say Gregory in our, cred- yes. in our credits. Yes. Speaking of, of credits, if we are saying your name in a way that you would prefer us not to say, please us. let us know. You don't pay us if that If you want to go by a nickname of some kind, if you like please to be anonymous, let us know. If you, yes. If we've outed you as a listener and you were not excited about that. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. We'll even give you $2 back. I want to give you my money, but I don't want my name to be read. That's right. Please let us know. Um, on May 17th, the Oh My Dollar book release. From our friend Lillian. Great yes. show, by the way. That was a good one. May 19th, the DC bike ride. Where's that? I believe that would be in the District of Columbia. Okay. Taxation, no representation. June 2nd, the Gifford Gravel 50... And we have a link with the ride with GPS route. That's another ass kicker. I wanted to go, but I have to go to a school bus safety exercise. Oh, yeah. Also on June 2nd, the Wiser River ride. June 5th, Mount Tabor Stair Carry. Where's that? That's at Mount Tabor That's here right. in Portland. Yeah, this is another one of my this stupid rides. On, I was going to say, this is put on by yours truly. I went back and listened. Not me, but you. I listened to the audio that we recorded from the, uh, the other uh, stair <laughs> yeah. carry from last year. That was a good time. So how's this going to do? Uh, oh, it's going to be even we worse. We're going to ride down to the bottom of of Mount Tabor and then carry our bikes all the way up to the top via stairs? We're going to carry our bicycles uh, up every staircase on Mount Tabor. Wow. Because why not? <laughs> June 16th, Ravello's third anniversary wing ding wing barbecue ding. beverages at 12 p.m. That's right. 
Uh, we actually got a time for that one. Excellent. June 23rd. You maybe show up at 1130. June 23rd, the pedal pedal. <laughs> August 19th, Portland Century. September 2nd, the Tour Day Lab. And maybe I should point out that these are rides that you can use the code SPROCKET18 to get a discount on your registration yes. if you'd like to. That is the Tour de Lab and the Petal Pedal. Petal Pedal. September 8th through 9th, the Bike MS150. How long is that one? I believe it's 150 miles. Okay. September 22nd, the Lowell Kinetic Sculpture Race, Lowell, Massachusetts. And we have some upcoming Film by Bike tour, tour dates. dates. Albany, New York, July 22nd. Seattle, Washington, and Vancouver, Washington. Date to be determined. Arcata, California, November of 2018, and Bendigo, Australia, Bendigo. October of 2018. Very good. Be there. Be there, please. And that was... All right. How did you want to chime in on any of those calendar updates? Awesome. Okay, cool. Excellent. <laughs> Rubber stamped. Let's Whoa. do all right. So now we got some headlines. Seal of approval. I'm gonna steal that discount. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yep. Feel free. Share it with all your friends too. With the thrill of a brand new bike. I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. It circles around the city lights. Hey, guess which bikes are fast and also circle around city lights? Would that be bike town bikes? Yes, tell me about it. <laughs> Uh, this came to us from BiketownPDX.com. That is BikeTown's website. It's our, our bike share our system here in Portland. Bike share, yes. Ride free in May. Take advantage of this free ride promotion. You must sign up through the website, mobile app, or at a station kiosk and select single ride plan. Note, you'll be asked to add your credit card, but you'll only be charged for any time exceeding the free 90 minutes per day or if you lock up outside a Bike Town service area. That's a cool deal. Uh, all May. Ride yeah, for free. For sure. Uh, incidentally, May is also the Street Trust Bike More Challenge. Oh, right. So maybe a little bit of uh, co-planning happening May right there. May And, uh, you know. Uh, Get it? May be, <laughs> right? Right? Maybe. Now you have no excuse. Say you don't have a bicycle, no excuse anymore. you got to be a part of- uh, You must yeah. bike more. Bike more. Yeah. It's a mandate. I actually haven't registered yet. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, from I think I'm automatically. I you know I just I track my my rides because I'm a data nerd, right? And uh, it turns out those just keep on popping up. So apparently I'm killing it for our team. Good for you. Yeah, you're welcome. Go team. <laughs> <laughs> Go team. PPS transportation from TriMet.org. We're going electric. Welcome to electric transit stuff. We can take it higher. higher. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this late fall, we're putting five new flyer Excelsior, batter- Excelsior. Excelsior battery electric buses into service. These buses are powered by seriously cool cutting-edge technology, and they have some significant advantages over our current fleet. They'll also help make the Portland region a nicer place to live for everybody. And they'll be much quieter. That's that's one of the things that they say is they're yeah. quieter, easier to maintain. You know the burn. the sound that uh the the particular buses that TriMet uses here in town uh when they accelerate like when when a bus takes off from a standstill that that motor has like a very distinctive tone to it. It sounds different than any other big truck or anything else that's rolling through the neighborhood, and it always sounds like you, you know that's a bus. 
I could I could second that. I uh, I live on Burnside, mm-hmm. which is right on a bus route. It is. I started to even is it the line one. No, no 20. 20. 20. 20. Yeah. One and is Vermont over on the west side. Excuse me. I always know when a bus is going by. Absolutely. And it like shakes right through like whatever walls you have to be behind. <laughs> yeah. There's other things I hear too. They're not the loudest thing on the street, but they're the most distinctive. <laughs> At least they're not unpleasant. I think the dog barking across the street is the loudest thing. Oh man, dogs that are unhappy and stuck in place, they're, they're the worst. It's a terrier. Worst it barks at anything that goes by. Yeah. I know the feeling. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not against dogs, but I'm definitely against bad dog owners who leave their terriers tied up. Yeah. The city. <laughs> you're, you're about to say like so many things at once. <laughs> right. Right. So many. Just... <laughs> They all want to come out at once, and so I, yeah. you know, end up like all those nothing. terriers. <laughs> cities, I mean, dogs are like a country thing. Oh yeah, like cities. There are city dogs, but people kind of like country dogs mm-hmm. a lot. Um, yeah, city mouse, so, country mouse. Yeah, I I do feel bad for the dogs sometimes. Indeed, like yeah. they got all this energy and they got nowhere to put it. I'm not saying you should do this, but. Just imagine that it was possible to make a terrier-sized hole in a fence and allow this dog just to go free. Just to roam free? I'm not saying you should do that. Probably that probably not a good idea for the dog. Yeah, probably the not. The city yeah. is not a good place for a dog Indeed. to roam free. Indeed. We need electric terrier buses to get them out <laughs> to the country for the day. Yes. And electric rats for them to chase. There we go. And then they can dream of electric sheep when they sleep, <laughs> right? Or is that a different book? Um no, no, I think I think you okay. got it. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Carfreeterrier.com. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are those like dog day camp buses, right? That like cruise around no, and pick up dogs it's and a they real take thing. them. Oh yeah, yeah, they take them out and like, you know, find a place where I they mean, can I guess there's let professional dogs run dog and walkers, chase right? and play and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um for sure. Well, that that's super cool. Um and uh, what was the other Oh, uh, Trimet had tried uh, either hybrid electric or like full electric buses before, and they didn't. They didn't go so well. Oh, they're no longer in the fleet. I, I do guess, remember seeing yeah, they, the like, hybrid ones. They phased out there. it out. I mean, the yeah. hybrids are still there, but I think it was like an electric technology that just didn't work out. Oh, it didn't okay. do what they wanted it to do, and so now this new one is supposed to be better. Right on. So here's to hoping you will have to go to Beaverton to ride it. I think they said they're so going to deploy them on the Line 65 for their pilot test. So weekend trip. That is Beaverton, Oregon uh, to. To where then? Uh, Beaverton to Beaverton, I think. It's over <laughs> on the west side. Five only services Beaverton. It goes north south. All right. Yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> also, uh, was it Matt Granning uh, yes. from The Simpsons thought that Beaverton was the funniest town name of it just is. about anywhere? Yep. Yeah. Hey, lastly from bikeportland.org, a 30-year-old vision for a car-free historic Columbia River Highway. Glad you stuck around for this one. Yes. Yes. Uh, Dave Weckner a land-use planner who owns a consulting business based in Coopville, Washington. Weckner came across uh, Bike Portland's article about a car-free Columbia Gorge website. I do believe he's referencing yours. Yes. And he wanted is. to share a historical perspective. Nearly 30 years ago, he did a graduate thesis based on reducing the negative impacts associated with intensive automobile traffic on the Columbia Gorge Scenic Highway. Wow, it's like we were just talking about this. A present, and he presented the thesis to the Columbia River Gorge Commission in June of 89 while working toward his master's degree in environmental studies at the University of Oregon. Yeah. You haven't, by chance, met this fellow, have you? I haven't, but okay. I've crossed paths with Coopville, so it seems yeah. like I should. Where is Coopville? It's like it's on Whidbey Island. Oh, it is. Oh, I was thinking it was in the gorge somewhere. Okay. <laughs> That's why I couldn't place it. 
Woodby Island is not in the gorge. It's it in a not. much larger rift between land masses. <laughs> this would be the Puget Sound. The Puget Sound, okay. yes. Yeah, it's not even a bay. It's a sound. <laughs> yeah, right under the strait of Juan de Fuca. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll be that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we'll have to invite <clears throat> him down someday. Yeah. So, so, but you've, you've heard of him, you've, you've heard of, uh, like what he's done or. Oh, I read the bike Portland article. Uh, oh, you have. Okay. <laughs> There's, yeah. Suddenly yeah. there was all this press about Columbia Gorge com, And I was like, well, we didn't even send out a press release. How are we getting all of this, this information? Because and then I found everyone's out that, that excited about a car free right? Columbia right? Gorge. There is a lot of demand, a lot of interest. We're very excited that it's out there. And I'm, I'm so glad to see that we're. We're completing some action that was was thought up, you know, 30, 40 years ago, yeah? Yeah. Standing on the shoulders of giants. That's great. That's fabulous. And you got pingbacks, too. So that's always nice. It is. Excellent. Well, we may not have a 30-year-old vision for something here in this studio, but there is something that we, incontrovertibly, beyond the shadow of a doubt, without hemming or hawing, have. And that is... We got mail. That is the most verbose intro <laughs> that male sounder has ever got. Usually, it's it's follow it's uh, preceded by an awkward silence, and then me like trying trying to fumble with the volume knobs. But I was prepared this time. Now it's followed by an awkward silence. <laughs> now it's now yes, I, I cool. realize as I said this. No, that's great. <laughs> uh, from listener Keith Hutchison. Um, just dropping a line from Indy to say, howdy, we finally got a true spring. Was stoked to hear the D&D episode with Jimmy. In addition to the Sprocket podcast and the dollop, I regularly listen to Sneak Attack, a real play D&D podcast, and I love it. So it was the best of both worlds. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. bikes and D&D. That campaign, I think, was my favorite part. Yeah? Fingerless gloves really? of dexterity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um if if I had more time on my hands, I'd like try to design a a bike themed D and D campaign. Well, we need to find more time for you and, then, and possibly even a a live action well, version of this. Oh yeah, because Jimmy and I talked about uh, potentially setting up for real a full campaign. <laughs> I think we should release it as a series. When when were you guys? Oh, we're talking to work. Talking? Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> um, he also wanted to let us know that Two Kings Bikes here in Indy is once again hosting the Pogues Run Relay on May 19th. We should put that on our calendar um, at Pogues Run Art and Nature Park in Indianapolis. And he provided us a link, which we will post. Um, put this on once a year. This is at least the third or fourth time. And times will be teams will be assigned randomly. And each rider is on their own uh, when it comes to confronting, avoiding the Canada geese that have claimed the park as theirs. Ah, so this is, it's it's like a wildlife park sort of thing. It's it's, uh, it's like Jurassic Park, but with geese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he also asks, when preparing for the D and D episode, did I come across any references to bicycle based LARP or bicycle based real time role playing? And no, I didn't. But Going back to where I said put a dog ear in the in the Baltimore bike party when Oof. when yes thank you <laughs> when I was preparing that episode that's when I came across the Baltimore bike party because the previous month they had done a D and D themed ride apparently you were 
oh, okay. dress up as a D&D type character. Nice. So, yeah. Very uh, cool. Connections. Yeah. I did not realize like how intertwined I mean, I had a a feeling that they would be intertwined bicycling and and role playing games. Sure. Uh, and it's it's kind of encouraging to see these two worlds like it's not just in my head. <laughs> Other people Absolutely. do this too. Yeah. I just looked up the uh the event the Pogues run because yes. I thought for may- maybe for a minute that maybe it would be uh, referring to the the band the Pogues, but but it's not. Sorry, I was drinking there. Never apologize. <laughs> Next up, uh, this is from Chris in... I'm not sure where Chris is from, actually. Oh, yeah. We don't know. Ooh. Chris in a question mark. He says, hey, I refed roller derby with Jimmy something like two lifetimes ago at a tournament. What a small world. That is a small world. Yeah, and now I want to get Jimmy back on to talk about roller derby. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done any roller derbying? None. No, neither have I. I'm. I'm... A big fan of the idea of roller derby. I've never seen one live. Oh, sure. Kind of like lacrosse. I like the idea of lacrosse. Never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, though, we have our own roller derby team here in town. True. We don't have a lacrosse team. We used to have a lacrosse team called the Lumberjacks with an X. Oh, really? But uh, they're gone. No, no more. Not around. Not yes. super popular. We do have uh, Rose City the Rollers. Rose City Rollers, yeah. yes. Yeah. They practice at, uh, what, the, the oldest theme park in Oregon? Oaks Park. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and or the lastly, oldest oh, existing yes. skating rink, I think. Although they oh, don't yeah. use the skating rink, they have their own, I want to say they have their own oh, area really? set up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just assume they use the skating rink. I think it's like, like a, off hours or something. Uh, maybe they do. When I when I was there, they were somewhere else. Oh, okay. Yeah, another paved surface covered. Right on. All right. <laughs> so lastly, from ja- John, um, also, I don't know where John is from. Oh, no, this is uh, from Jason S. Jason. I said John, but I meant Jason. It says John over here because I mistyped. Oh, it's all good. I'm, uh, I'm apparently, J- Jason that. is down in California. Okay, from Jason S. in California. Sorry, I mispronounced your name or actually didn't mispronounce it. Just totally changed it all together. Yeah. Typed out Jason. Mispronounced John. <laughs> First bike ride of the year was to pick up wood shavings and chicken feed. Six-mile round trip, all of that in a burly trailer. Congratulations. That trailer is burly. That is a great first ride of the year. Right, a utilitarian one. Yeah. Yeah, it beats sitting on a trainer, right? (laughs) Quite true, quite true. (laughs) That's fantastic. Very good. Uh, I forgot to ask, are you into D&D at all? No. Just a shake of the head. I don't even know what to say about that. No, <laughs> no, no. I, um, I, I, well, I haven't got a lot of experience with it, but like I realized the whole storytelling you thing is like... You don't have a lot of experience points? I do not. No, no. In my bag of holding? <laughs> yes. I do not. <laughs> um, sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> but no, I, I would totally, uh, I would jump on that. Uh, I would jump on it even more if it was a uh, live action role play. Really? Yeah. Like if they, so, and it was like and we combined it with some boffing in the park. I've been maybe. Yeah. Well, so I've been toying with the idea of of a LARP type uh-huh. bike ride, but it wasn't gonna be in the fantasy Dungeons and Dragons type realm as much as make it sort of a skill builder as well. Sure. Um, like basic. On road mechanic skills. Is this like your idea of the flat tire ride? Yeah. Where yeah. you like, like everybody's going to deflate their tires and change tubes. Yeah. yeah. It's expanding in my mind. I've it's I've never made it a reality. You are yet. on a bicycle tour. It is your fifth day. Yeah. 
Yeah, something like that. You or have not like, seen anyone or anything. You got to run over from, five hours from the aliens that have yeah. now taken over the world. I'm and into like, it. So you and your and your crew, which is everybody, has to like get from point A to point B in a certain amount of time. But in yeah. that amount of time, you're gonna come across these hazards: flat tire, I don't know, thrown chain, right? Things that are raptor sorry. attack, <gasps> raptor attack, yeah. invasion yes. of hipsters. <laughs> Haunted house that you paid $40 a night for. That's right. Capsizing <laughs> um, I kayaks. Know. I don't know. Things like that. Yeah. It's been rolling around in my head, and I've never made it a reality. I think it should roll around on the street. It it definitely should. Let's do this. <laughs> I just don't have the time to like come a, come up with the actual like either route or or you know planning on on because it's more than just kind of like riding thing. Oh, you got a flat tire, right? And then, you know. But anyway. That's just a jackass ride. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> now we all laugh while you change it. <laughs> I've been on that ride before. Right. Actually, that, that was the solstice ride last year for me. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> oh, no, that, that was. No, you're not a jackass. Neither were uh, they. They were very uh, kind. They, they, waited, were, they, they waited for waited, like an hour and a they half. They waited for a long time. Before they were like, man, I, I don't think you're going to be able to fix this. Yes. <laughs> I felt really bad. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, are you familiar, Heidi, with the solstice ride? I'm not. Okay. Oh. Uh, ride all night. It's the shortest night of the year. Why not stay up and ride bikes all night? <laughs> it's a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I've still never done it. I may not. I'll have to see this year if I can make it or not. Twice attempted, once completed. Mm-hmm. But the the time that we completed it, like you usually end up at a spot where you can see the sunrise real clear. Sure. So you're like at some elevation, which means at like four in the morning, you're doing some climbing. <laughs> And this is like the last yeah. bit after being up all night. After being up all night. And that <laughs> presumes that you're going to be able to see the sunrise. Right, It won't right. be like it's super cloudy like super or something. Cloudy. Yeah. And, but like regardless, like you still see sort of the night turn into day. And it is something like a, I don't know, like a spiritual experience for lack of a better term. Sure. You know, it's just really cool. Yeah. So you go out into the country on this or it's around town? Not necessarily. We stayed mostly in town. Uh, but there are parts of town that are like the country. Yes. And that they are empty and covered I know with grass. One, one year they did end up somewhere in the gorge. I almost want to say it was like up at uh, Vista House, Vista or, House something. or something. That'd like be a that. super cool. Yeah. I mean, that, certainly enough place. time. Yeah. 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 I've never ridden the historic highway at like 2 a.m. I'd be curious. <laughs> it's probably not it's very crowded. Yeah. 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 No, that, that's how you beat the congestion. <laughs> go, go really late at night. <laughs> or really early. You can't early. see anything either. It's so right? late yeah. that it's early. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's been a good show. Heidi, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Columbia Gorge, carfree.com. .com. It's everything so, you ever wanted. It's so right glad, there. So glad this thing exists. Me too. Ching, uh, ching. Thanks. Yeah. All right, should we do these credits? Let's do these credits. The Sprocket Podcast is produced by StreamPDS Community Audio Studio thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text, and we mean that, to 503-847-9774. Thanks, Ethan. Twitter and the Instagrams at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Herbert for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to sustaining donors Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katharina Melongard. Wayne Norman. Doug Robertson, Ethan Georgie, who Just, texts us. Oh, yes. Thank you. Justin Martin, Eric Iverson, thank you for the ride. Cameron Lee. Richard Wazenski, Tim Mooney, Glenn Kubish. 
Matt Kelly, Eric Wise, Todd Parker, Dan Gebhart, who's, who's a, a time, time traveler. traveler, Dave Knows, Chris Smith, Christy Kaster, Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley, Peanut Butter Jar Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom, Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna, I'll be home soon, John Wasserman, Andre Johnson, King of Division, Josh Zissen, Richard G., Guthrie Straw. Hope your back feels better. Yes. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Regranary and a subject to being iced. <laughs> Campsite Magners, David Nathan Bolton. Chris Rawson, Rory in Michigan, Michael Flournoy. Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman. Mr. T, Harry Hugel, EJ Finneran, who is at every bike event. Yes. Brad Hipwell, Thomas Cato, Keith Hutchinson. Ranger Tom, who just got back off of a tour. Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam. Uh, Derek Wagner, Jason Oftenberg, Microcosm Publishing. David Moore, Todd Grosbeck. Chris Barron, Chris Barron, Chris Barron. Sean Baird, Simon, Gregory Braithwaite. Ryan Morrow, Jimmy Diesel, Dude Luna. Matthew Rooks. And And Marshall. Marshall. And all of our former donors who helped us get this far. All right, now, after all that stevia, go brush your teeth. And go to bed.